Okay, my friends, thank you for pressing play. You have heard me talk about silence before. You've heard me talk about the power of silence. And silence definitely has context. Context, is that right? And when we recognize it in its context, that's where the power comes in. So I want to share some thoughts from uh, previous experiences and, and things going on recently about, you know, why, why silence, staying silent can hurt us and when silence is power. So let's cue the theme song. Let's go. You're listening to the Disarming Honesty Podcast with Jenny Hansen Lane. I spent the last decade or so studying emotional intelligence and the connection that it has to the entrepreneurial world. Join us on this journey as we use every day as our teacher, as we pursue our highest vision of ourselves. The show is dedicated to vulnerability and mindset as we explore the necessary paradigm shifts it takes to change our lives and pivot into profiting from our passions. No more playing small with our dreams. Let's go. All right. Thank you for pressing play on this episode. If you've been a subscriber for a while, you can comb through and you can learn more about when I talk about silence and a brief overcap of that is um, the boyfriend that I had for a long time that passed away. He bought me a Christmas gift before he died and then he died. And then his dad called me after the funeral and said, I have his Christmas present for you. Uh, Do you want to come over and get it? It was really, really hard. Anyways, um, it was a book. I opened the book at his parents' house, and the title of the book was Silence. And um, I definitely had chills go down my body. It was really, really ironic that I was suffering this grief, and I was alone a lot, and there there was a lot of silence that I was experiencing. And uh, to have this book just really, really meant the world to me. And it's actually interesting. He has been, he passed away 10 years ago and I haven't finished the book. I haven't really had the emotional bandwidth to like shut the chapters. And I think that I should, I know that my husband will always joke and call him my dead boyfriend, my boyfriend in heaven. Sorry, not my dead boyfriend, my boyfriend in heaven. Um, but there, there was a lot of power in that book and the, basically the book talked about that some of the most powerful things in the world are silent, like gravity, uh, the growth of a tree, like electricity. A lot of times we think electricity has noise, but it's just the conduit that makes the noise, which is also really symbolic. So this, this book was about an author that went to an island to learn about silence and battled lots of different types of illnesses and overcame them. And there was definitely a a side of me that understood that silence is a relaxing way to heal our bodies and that silence has a place for us to, to grieve and to mourn. Uh, But there's also a time when silence hurts us and it hurts those around us. And um, I think that, you know, sometimes when we remain silent, it's not the best solution because it prevents us from joining other people who would like to hear what you have to say. And there's a lot of courage in, in sharing your stories, right? And, and, and not staying silent. And it's not easy, but it is more powerful than doing anything else. And that's really kind of the idea that I wanted to share today because 
silence. Whether you speak up for what you believe or you don't, you, you, you are judged or recognized for the action or the inaction. And so if you feel powerful or passionate about certain topics, you are invited to say it, you know, and when someone isn't, you know, in your corner and there's opportunities for them to be in your corner vocally and they aren't, and, and you thought that they were, that can be unexpected and it can hurt also. So while we know that silence can be very powerful, we also know that speaking up can speak volumes, that we can stand as allies of authenticity and inclusivity and really understanding that sometimes when we do sit back, we're not really helping the progress of those around us. So I wanted to share some of those uh, ideas because I think that a lot of times we stay silent to avoid conflict and we have to be able to understand that progress is sometimes better than conflict and conflict isn't always that bad, right? How many times have you stayed silent when somebody hurt your feelings or when someone crossed the line? How many times have you ignored a behavior because you didn't want to create discomfort or disagreement? How many times have you tried to convince yourself that you weren't upset and you weren't angry when you really were? Uh, you know, so bottling it in obviously isn't the right answer either. How many times have you abruptly changed the subject because a person maybe was getting too close to a vulnerable to topic for you? How many times have you, you know, had the conversations with others, just even inside your own head, letting them know exactly what you think and exactly what's bothering you, but you never actually do it out loud. So some people might think that it is easier to stay silent, but I want you to know it's not as powerful in the right context, right? So even in my grief, even in my pain, even while I was reading the book about silence, I still felt impressed to reach out to others and share my story of grief uh, that created a community that, that helped me so much. So it's really not easier to stay silent. And I want you to know that the pain to speak up for what you believe in or um, how you feel, it may be temporary, uh, but you, you're definitely avoiding the awkwardness of later of those moments that you'd have to stand up. So over time, if you don't speak up, you end up doing probably more damage than helpfulness. So it's important that you make a list of the things that are really important to you. So when the time to stand up and speak is there, you are, you're ready. And, you know, if you have struggled being quiet to a particular person in the past, jot down what you might say to that person, why you've always been silent or never stuck up for yourself. There's nothing wrong with sitting down and, you know, using that time of silence to gather your thoughts, making sure you know what you want to say and identify your goal for that type of conversation. And there is no shame in actually practicing to, to stop your silence, to speak up and say those things that are important to you. I think that, you know, amongst all the things that we talk about that, um, we can do these things with positivity and clarity and power and people can feel our love and, you know, speaking up might create conflict, but conflict can be constructive. I have seen that over the past months. It can help us strengthen our relationships to create allies, give us the opportunity to get to know people on a deeper, more emotionally intelligent level. And, and honestly, like 
to meet other people's needs. I think that when we're silent, even in interpersonal relationships, when we speak up, it stops the resentment and other negative feelings that uh, chip away the connections that we have. So it's really important that um, we understand that speaking up is critical for caring for ourselves and it's creating that boundary. And it's also in our rights and our freedom to do so. It's critical for caring for other people to be able to speak up. So it's not easy and it's not always fun. But using these like simple techniques of, you know, making a list of what you really are passionate about and role playing it out and taking time to understand how you feel are one of the best ways for you to combat silence and being able to stop saying, stop saying, sorry, stop staying silent. There's a lot of people that you can empower with just your voice and what you fight for. All right, you guys. Love you. Peace out.